Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I went to pick up a liquor shot dispenser from a guy who was giving it away free on Craigslist. I get to the guy's apartment and he asks me to wait in the living room while he grabs it out of his bedroom. It's at this time that I notice he clearly has some money. The apartment is pretty large for a nice one bedroom and there's a grand piano in the main room. This is also when I notice that there's also a number of lavender-scented candles laying lit around the place. Not that weird. Maybe the dude just likes lavender. Well, that's why. He comes out holding the drink dispenser, completely naked. Would you care for a drink? He asks. No. His face sinks, and I very slowly step over and gently take the dispenser from his hands and walk backwards out of the apartment. I'm a guy, by the way. sold a couch and love seat set on Craigslist for cheap and offered to drop them off. I couldn't show up the day I promised, but made it two days later. When I got there and brought in the furniture, she choked up and started crying. Well, it turns out the pictures looked a bit better than the actual furniture. Honestly, didn't mean to. I sold them for cheap and said they were in fair, decent condition. What made this bad is that because I came two days late, she had already donated her better-looking furniture 
and was now stuck with worse furniture that she also had to pay for. I felt really bad and offered to bring the price down significantly, but she denied and said it was her fault. I still felt bad. A few months ago, some piece of shit lowlife broke into my apartment while I was at work. They rummaged through all my stuff, tearing apart my room. They took a bunch of shit, including a bunch of cash I stored away, my Xbox One, a 40-inch flat screen, and a bunch of food from my pantry. I came home that night to find the apartment had been trashed. It looked like a cyclone had moved through my bedroom. Of course I ended up calling the police, who came right over and investigated the apartment. The person had smashed the window in my bedroom and crawled in. I live on the ground floor, and so it would have been really easy for them. I gave the police a list of all the stuff that went missing, along with the serial numbers for the electronics. They unfortunately didn't find any sort of fingerprints or anything they could use, and there were no cameras on that side of the building. I called the rental agency for my building about the window, but they told me they couldn't send somebody until the next morning. That was probably the worst weekend of my entire life. The very thought that someone came into my space and decided they wanted my stuff sickens me. Thieves are the worst kinds of people. A couple months went by, and there was no word on any of the stuff that got stolen. I expected that much. Police in my city are useless most of the time. I had already gotten a new TV, and so all I needed was a new Xbox. I did some thinking and decided that I wanted to buy one second hand, as I didn't want to spend another $400 on a new console. So I jumped on Craigslist and did some searching. Sure enough, I find a seller who wants to sell his for $250, along with all of his games and controllers. It was a pretty fantastic deal. The only issue was that the guy lived in the next town over. On the other hand, I was getting real tired of not playing video games, and so I gave in. I contacted the guy and inquired about the console. He told me his name was Sam. He seemed like a pretty cool guy and was even willing to hold it for me if I came and got it that same day, I agreed. I jumped into my car 15 minutes later and drove the 45 minutes to the next town. The town was very rural, and there were a lot of wooded areas. The house I was trying to find was way out there, next to some old train tracks. I pulled up to the house, which was off a dirt road. It was a real piece of shit, run down and overgrown. The old white paint was almost all chipped away, and the guy had a massive trash pile right in his front yard that was filled with a bunch of old junk, like TV sets and radios. I was unsure if I even had the right house, so I walked up to the door and hesitantly knocked. There was a short wait before I heard somebody shuffling on the other side of the door. It opened and revealed a very thin-looking man with a buzz cut. I took notice that his clothes were filthy. He was wearing a tattered flannel shirt with ripped blue jeans. You, Sam? I asked him. Yeah? You here for the Xbox? I nodded nervously with an... Hmm. He flashed me a smile and invited me inside. I had a bad feeling like something wasn't right with this guy. His house was a disaster. Almost every piece of furniture was filled with junk and garbage, and it looked like his kitchen hadn't been cleaned in months. I knew right off the bat that he was a hoarder. I was worried about being the awkward one, but this guy was about as awkward as one could get. When I think about it now, I feel like he was probably on the spectrum, but I couldn't be too sure. There was also the smell, like something in his house was rotting away, like something dead. He leads into the hallway on the first floor and stopped at a door that looked much newer than the others in the house. It's right down here, he said. He pushed the door open to reveal stairs leading into a dimly lit basement. Alarms started going off in my head, and I knew that there was something seriously wrong. I stood at the top of the stairs, peering down. Sam stood behind me, almost as if he wanted to make sure I couldn't escape. Go on then, I said, stepping out of his way. You first, he replied. His awkward smile had gone to a cold gaze. When I looked towards the basement, the rotting smell had grown even stronger. 
When I listened closer, I could hear what sounded like millions of flies buzzing around down there. I turned and quickly pushed past him, sprinting down the hallway. He started to pursue, but then he stopped. I ran out the front door and back onto the dirt road, jumping into my car before speeding down the road as fast as my car could go. Before driving off, I caught the glimpse of his smiling face in the front window of the house. I made it home safe, where I realized that he had sent me a text message. <laughs> the Craigslist had disappeared after that, and I've since blocked his number. I thought about calling his town's local police, but after I calmed down, I realized there was probably not much they could do about it anyway. Days later, I started getting weird phone calls, usually hang-ups every time. This persisted for several weeks before I saw Sam's mugshot on the local news. I guess he lured another unlucky buyer to his house, and when the buyer also refused to go down to the basement, Sam assaulted him with a knife. Luckily, the buyer managed to fight him off and escape. The police were called and were shocked at what they found upon searching his house. This sick, twisted F had been killing local dogs and piling them in his basement, where he then did weird experiments on the bodies. The very thought of it made me sick to my stomach, knowing what potentially could have happened to me had I not ran. I don't know what happened to Sam, but I sure as hell hope that he's spending his days in a padded cell somewhere. After my second year of college, I wanted to move into an apartment. I had basically no real friends to choose from, so I decided to try Craigslist. I made an ad for Housing Wanted, described myself, put a picture because I found myself more drawn to messaging people I could actually see first, and my number for texting. I stated I was more interested in rooming with girls. I am a girl. This one guy messages me saying his name is Oliver and he has a nice apartment. The rent was really cheap, too cheap, and he said I could have the first month free. I considered it for a while because at the time I had no other good prospect. I talked to him a bit, added him on Facebook to chat over Messenger so it was a bit faster. I regretted that pretty quick because he started being super weird to me. He was a middle-aged looking guy. He talked about how he worked at a tattoo shop and could get me a job, prefacing it by saying that I could just sit and draw, and that it always helped to have a pretty girl drawing at a tattoo shop. At one point I complimented his dog and he said, thanks, she's the only woman in my life besides my mom. At this point, I obviously knew I wasn't going to move in with him, but for a bit it was making me laugh so I talked to him a bit longer. The conversation divulged into him essentially telling me he wanted me to be his girlfriend. I said no, and then he told me he'd pay me $3,000 to fly out to California with him to meet his family so they would think he had a girlfriend. When I said no, he kept begging me and telling me everyone thought he was a loser, and all I'd have to do was hold his hand. Deleted and blocked him on Facebook, then he began texting me asking me to send him a picture of my boobs. He said, please, I never seen 19-year-old boobs before. Lo, he continued badgering me despite me only replying once to say no and that I had a boyfriend. Sent me a picture of his D by the end of it. Surprisingly, he apologized late that night and never did message me again. Just a freaky, freaky coincidence bought an orbital sander from a guy a few miles down. He was trying to move out of his place and cleaning out his garage. Tried to get me to buy a few other things. Ended up paying $25. His two kids were playing in the driveway. As I'm walking away, his six-year-old daughter looks me square in the eye and says, Thank you. The next day I see in the news that she has died of carbon monoxide poisoning in her sleep. Her piece-of-shit father was running a generator in the basement because he was behind on his bills. I was most likely one of the last people to ever talk to her. She haunted my dreams for quite a while. I have yet to use the sander. Should probably throw it away. 
few years ago, I moved with my family right before I started college. Unfortunately, it was kind of far from the university I'd been accepted into, so I'd been trying to find a place to rent close to my university. My dad helped me and showed me an ad on Craigslist. There was a nice-looking house for rent, and it was close to my university. I decided to set up a meeting to go check out the place. I showed up in the afternoon, and unfortunately, I was alone. My dad said I was an adult and a big guy, so I shouldn't worry about meeting this person. This old guy greeted me and then goes, you'll have to follow me to get to the house for rent. I was confused and said your ad said this was the house for rent. Why do I have to go somewhere else? He says, this is my house. I'll take you to the one that's for rent. I'm a little concerned at this point and followed him to his other place. I figured if things didn't look right, I'd just leave. We get there and I notice the house looks bad and it looked like people were in it. I didn't see any other cars around, so this seemed odd. He looks at me and says, don't you want to check it out? I said, I don't know. This isn't what was in your ad and it looks like other people are there. He tells me that other people are checking it out and I could join them. Something just felt weird about the whole thing, and I told him I wasn't interested anymore. This place looked in bad shape from the outside and appeared to have people in the house. When he asked why I wasn't interested, I told him it was too far of a drive for school and work. He got mad at me and accused me of wasting his time. I said I'm not the one advertising a house, and then telling the person it's not the one for rent. He began to glance nervously towards the house and asked if I was sure I didn't want to check it out. I told him no and left. He never contacted me again, thankfully. I'm not sure what his intentions were, but something just felt wrong. Maybe he was just trying to show me the house, but I didn't like that he lied about the house to begin with and that there were people inside the house. I'm not sure what was going on there, but I didn't really want to find out. I also didn't like how he kept looking at the house when he was asking if I was sure I didn't want to check it out. It seemed so bizarre how he went from being mad at me to getting kind of desperate for me to go inside. Bought two kids' bed frames off Craigslist. They were simple IKEA frames. The guy was a middle-aged dad. Seemed really nice. Also offered some wall art and said that his kids had just grown out of it onto other things. A week later, my eight-year-old daughter has a sore on her hand. We had no idea what it was. She started getting more sores and we thought it was allergies. Put her through the ringer in terms of allergy testing, etc. Really difficult for her. Sores get worse. Nothing is helping. We find bed bugs in the frame of the bed. They had infested her room. Guy sold us bed bug infested bed frames. Also threw in bed bug infested wall art for good measure. Thanks. A couple of months ago, I put my car up for sale as I was moving away for university and I couldn't afford it. Some guy contacts me asking if I can meet him at the local retail park. We agree a time and a place. I turn up and he's already there, just stood in the middle of the parking lot. My initial thoughts were that this guy was a bit weird, but hey, I need the money. I start showing him around the car when he stops me and says it's fine, don't worry. This took me back a bit, but whatever. He then agrees on the price without negotiating at all, which I was pretty happy with. He starts telling me how he's buying it for his dog. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Water or some shit. But surely you'd want to make sure the car was in decent condition if you were buying someone a car. So I take the money and count it up and it's all there. Then it gets even more strange. I get the paperwork out to sign the car over to him and the guy tells me to fill in his details for him. So obviously this is pretty odd, so I ask him his name and how it's spelt, to which he pulls a credit card out of his pocket and says it's me. I take the money straight to the bank on the retail park and put it in my account, and it was fine. All real money, no fake bills. Here's the really weird part. I drove past the retail park about a month afterwards and the car is still there. In the exact spot I parked it in, I was selling my Suzuki V-Strom Lone Thousand for $6,500. It was low mileage, and I had a couple grand in accessories on it, so that was a smoking deal. Within an hour of posting the ad, I get the usual scam emails. I'll pay you $8 certified funds, deposit it, and send the balance to my shipper, etc. Then I get an email from a guy about an hour away. He calls me and asks if I'll take three grand. Nope. Day later. How about four? Uh, right off, thanks. Still later. Okay, he says. I'll go no higher than $5,000. Still no. A couple days later, I get a serious buyer who pays the full price. Shows up with cash. We do the deal. Both happy. So now the bike is sold, title signed over, and the first guy shows up at my house. Keep in mind I lived in a small rural niche town, and I have no idea how he found me. He just pulled into my property. I see his car coming up the 75-yard driveway, so I put my CQ under my shirt and go out on the porch. He says, I'm Jimmy. We spoke the other day and I'm here to pick up the Suzuki. I've got cash. I tell him it's sold and he goes bananas. We had a deal. No, we did not so please leave. I walked back into my house and locked the door, but he stood there for ten minutes screaming until I yelled through the window that I was calling the cops. People are weird. I was selling my truck and this guy maybe about 40, came by with his daughter, like 15, and his buddy. I'm using my friendly banter to try and smooth out the deal. Dude decides to buy, and as he is counting out the cash, I'm chatting with the buddy and the daughter. Out of nowhere, the buyer says, You sick bastard, you don't think I see what you're doing? I thought... He was joking, so I say... You caught me! I knew it. You have been hitting on my daughter this whole time, you six, uh... I should call the police on your pedophile ass. Absolutely shouting this in my driveway. Daddy, no, he's just being friendly. 
Oh, you defending your new boyfriend? Give me your phone. I bet his number is in there. Just batshit crazy? Screaming in my driveway about how I was trying to F this high school girl and how I'm a pervert. Literally nothing caused it. Dude stormed off to his buddy's car without completing the transaction. The buddy just looked at me slack-jawed and we exchanged this holy shit, did that just happen? Look before he left. Worst part was I had neighbors outside who heard or saw the whole thing. Sold my couch on Craigslist. Nice dark leather couch in great shape. It was just taking up too much space in my place. Anyways, a guy offers me 250 for it and I agree. I get to his house with the couch and it's a nice house. I'm talking 1.2 million is my guesstimate in around a city where you can get a very decent three bed, two bath home for 170 key. I pull up and the guy walks out, big huge black guy ripped to the tits. He pays me 300 cash, which I thanked him for. We carry it into his sort of garage, looking think except it these automated glass door things on them that were open. He offers me a drink and points to this full side-by-side open glass cooler that's six feet tall full of maybe 50 different kinds of beers, lots of wines, a bunch of liquor, etc. I'd normally say no, but he has rogue dead guy. Hell, $3 beer at a discount alcohol retailer. And I really like it, so I take one and he has a lot of cool shit. We start bullshitting about sports and video games. Straight up says, hey, can I suck your D? Caught me really off guard. Keep in mind this guy is huge. Like, I'm not just worried about him messing me. I'm worried about him using me as a condom to something bigger than me. I'm just like, no, I'm... Okay, I gotta get going. Come on, man, let me suck that D. I'll make it an even 500. For the couch. He sucked me off, paid me, then asked me to leave. I was looking for a tow dolly to pull behind a work truck and found a reasonable deal on kill. The lady says I won't be there but my sister will be, you can go tomorrow afternoon. I drive an hour up to Bum F, Wisconsin, meet the sister, approve of the Tao Dolly, and get my business checkbook out. Cash only. I'm sorry, ma'am, your sister said nothing about that. I don't have cash with me. This is a business check, and I'd be happy to call my bank with you right now so you can verify funds. Cash only. Go into town and go to the bank. Ma'am. The bank in town isn't my bank. They won't cash my check. Cash only, I don't know what scam you're pulling. Have you ever even used Craigslist? Do you think you could get your sister on the line? Pay up or GDFO. As I walk back to my truck, shaking my head, I muttered unbelievable. What the F did you say to me? So I drive into town where a buddy lives and tell him the story. The seller calls me, apologizes profusely, and asks if I can wait two hours till she can get there. I acquiesce. I get there and the seller takes me back to hook the dolly up and take payment when a redneck ex-biker with a mullet materializes with a gun demanding to know what the FEI said to his wife earlier. I hightailed the F out of there very quickly. The seller was yelling her apologies as I drove away. I made note of their Confederate flag as I pulled out the driveway and reassessed my Craigslist purchasing habits. Put a TV up on Craigslist. It was a big sucker, so I was asking $600 for it, way more than it was worth, but whatever, people make offers. I get a guy who says he'll pay the full $600. Kick ass, I think. He then mentions that he will need it delivered, which I specifically mention in the ad will not happen. We argue back and forth for a while. Then he seems to relent. We discuss features for a few more minutes, then drops this line. 
When you drop it off, please bring $400 in cash. I only have a $1,000 bill. I was just stunned. When I looked up the address, it was in a really shady part of town, although I don't think anyone reading this will need that detail to figure out the game here. I just told him not to call again and hung up. He tried calling from different numbers with the same proposal making up voices. Then he tried getting, I presume, his girlfriend to call with the exact same deal. Maybe he was trolling, or maybe he actually thought it would work. I would have rather just smashed it. Not one horrible event, but a series of unfortunate events. I was living in a house with two other roommates. One roommate worked afternoon through night and wasn't around during the evenings, and the other had just gotten a dream job in another city and moved out. After he moved, he asked me to help with showing the place to potential subtenants from Craigslist, since he still had six months still on the lease. He would usually just text me with the info about the person to make sure I was okay with them, basically trying to screen out anyone who seemed creepy since I'm a female, and arrange a time for me to be at the house to meet them. For months, I would have one to three days a week where I would have to either leave work a little early or forgo an evening activity to show the house. The problem, about 80% of the time, they wouldn't show up. I probably spent a total of 75 hours waiting on my couch for people that scheduled a time to stop by and never did. Nor did they respond to any further emails or texts. It made me realize how crappy people can be to just not give a rat's ass about wasting another person's time or having the common courtesy to say, sorry, I can't make it. Posted my car for sale on Craigslist. Got a call. Decides he isn't interested. Whatever, no big deal. 2 a.m. I get a call from the same dude, and for some stupid reason I answer. He's just saying I'm so sorry over and over, and when I'm like, what? I realize he's jerking the gherkin on the phone. Hung up. Called me three more times after that until I finally changed my number. Sold a game to a guy on Craigslist once. He was super nice. We met in a parking lot of a Toys R Us at around 9 p.m. Plenty of cars around still. Cameras, etc. I felt safe. After he gave me cash, he said, By the way, if you ever want to hang out or play games or anything, hit me up. Just, you should know that I have a record. Me. Um, what? Him. Yeah, just look up the name X in Spokane, Washington. You'll see what I mean. I honestly can't remember the guy's name. This was six plus years ago. I went home that night and looked him up. Sure enough, the guy had been arrested by the FBI at like 16 years old for being part of a two-man money scheme involving ISPs and overseas investments or something. And he and the other guy who was his partner overseas had swindled something like 50 million dollars out of thousands of people. Needless to say, I did not text him back after that. Late to the party, but I'll give my near-death experience with Craigslist here anyways. Back in high school, I was selling some stuff on Craigslist. This guy hits me up looking to buy, and the date he wanted to meet up didn't work with my work schedule, so I told him I could later that week. Fast forward a couple of days, I get off work, and as soon as I'm off work, I get a call from a block number, which typically means police enforcement in my mind. I answer, and they say, Hi, this is the Kansas City Police Department, and we noticed you had communication with X. I don't remember his name. What is your relationship to him, and how do you know him? I answered saying, I don't know X, but I do believe that might have been a guy I was trying to do a Craigslist deal with. They respond saying thank you. That is all. 
At the time, it didn't really hit me, but after work, I went over to a friend's house for dinner. As I walk in my friend's, mom is watching the news, and she exclaims, Did you hear what happened? You found a girl murdered, believed by a river? Minutes later on the screen, the news report states the police have found the primary suspect of the murder to be the male ex, and is currently in police custody. Not long later, the man was found guilty. I literally could have been that poor girl, but I'm really thankful to this day that it wasn't me. Really scary stuff. I was selling a fairly new couch and got a few offers, but one guy texted me and said he could pick it up in an hour, so I decided to go with him. He shows up, and he looks like a gangbanger parody, in that his gangbanger look is so over the top you wonder if it could be real. Jeans sagging to his knees, white wife beater, thug life tattooed in giant letters on his neck, chains, a grill, everything. He talks like a gangbanger from a movie. There's that thing where he reaches for his nose after every three seconds, he has all the mannerisms. So I let him in, show him the couch, and his girlfriend comes in a few seconds later. She basically looks like the female equivalent of his over-the-top look. I'm sitting there showing them the couch, thinking how weird the situation is when they start to have the most adorably mushy new couple ask discussion about where the couch will go in their apartment, how it will mesh with their plants, and how he's really excited to put the coffee table in front of it, how they will have to keep the dog off it, etc. They paid me. I helped them load her onto his car, and they thanked me profusely and drove away. That's it. No horror story. They were awesome people, and I learned a good lesson about not judging people on how they look.